Hey everyone, it's Friday. It's July 6th and I have a quote of the day from Nancy Reagan. Her birthday is today, July 6th. She was born in 1921 and the quote of the day from her is this. There's a big wonderful world out there for you. It belongs to you. It's exciting and stimulating and rewarding. Don't cheat yourselves out of this promise. And that's your quote of the day. Today in Rock, July 6th, in 1955, after three previous releases on Sun Records had only minor success, Baby Let's Play House becomes Elvis Presley's first single to reach the U.S. national charts when it hits number five on the country and western chart. In 1957, Paul McCartney met John Lennon for the first time when Lennon's band, the Quarrymen, were playing at a church social. In the church basement between sets, 15-year-old McCartney teaches 16-year-old Lennon to play and sing Eddie Cochran's 20-flight rock and Gene Vincent's Bebopalula. Lennon would later say he was impressed with McCartney's ability to tune a guitar. In 1963, three members of the United States Marine Corps at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, who called themselves the Essex, had the number one on Billboard's chart with Easier Said Than Done. It was a tune that the group would later confess none of them really liked. In the studio, they rushed through the recording, intending the track to be the B-side of their first single. And that same year, two weeks after being released, the Safari's classic tune, Wipeout! Cracks the Billboard Hot 100 on its way to number two. The song was recorded as a filler in just two takes, but would stay in the top 40 for 10 weeks and become one of the most popular instrumentals in rock and roll history. That same year, James Brown went to number two on the U.S. album chart with Live at the Apollo. The LP spent a total of 33 weeks more than half a year on the chart. 1964, the film A Hard Day's Night premieres in the Beatles' hometown of Liverpool. Hundreds of thousands line the streets for a parade from the airport to the city center. The film was shot in black and white with a budget of only 200,000 pounds and took just seven weeks to complete. Reviews were mostly positive, and the movie went on to earn over $11 million. 1966, during a show at Syracuse War Memorial Hall, the Rolling Stones allegedly drag an American flag across the stage floor. Two days later, local authorities accused the group of desecrating Old Glory. Put it on the list! 1971, the Carpenters began hosting a summer TV series called Make Your Own Kind of Music, which would air on NBC from July 20th to September 7th. That same year, Louis Armstrong, who led the Billboard Hot 100 with Hello, Dolly, in 1964, died of heart failure at the age of 69. His often-played rendition of What a Wonderful World would reach number 32 in 1988, and he would be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990. In 1974, the Hughes Corporation had the top tune in the U.S. with Rock the Boat. The song features a lead vocal by Fleming Williams, who left the group shortly after the song 
was recorded. In 1979, Van McCoy, who scored a number one disco hit called Do the Hustle, died of a heart attack at the age of 39. He had worked for several record labels throughout the 1960s and produced The Shirelles, Glass Night and the Pips, and The Stylistics. In 1982, Ivory Tillman of the Detroit Emeralds died of a heart attack at the age of 37. The group reached number 24 on the Hot 100 in 1972 with Baby Let Me Take You In My Arms. 1987, Chris Christofferson makes a public apology after a plaque that was given to him by a Vietnam veterans group is found in a trash can. Christofferson was given the plaque for playing a Welcome Home Benefit concert for veterans two days earlier, along with John Fogarty, Neil Diamond, and Stevie Wonder. Christofferson would later donate $1,000 to the Vietnamese Veterans Association. 2002, George Harrison's widow, Olivia, put the couple's home up for sale for 20 million pounds, saying she couldn't bear to live with the memories of the attack by schizophrenic Michael Abram, who broke into the house in 1999. In 2003, Clyde Skip Baton of Skip and Flip died of complications from Alzheimer's disease at the age of 69. The duo scored a pair of Billboard number 11 hits with It Was I and Cherry Pie. Batten also toured and recorded as a member of the Birds from 1970 to 1973. In 2004, Sarita Wright, who teamed up with Billy Preston on the 1980 U.S. number one hit with you on Born Again, passed away after a two-year battle with, with uh, bone cancer. She was only 58. And on the 40th anniversary of the world premiere of A Hard Day's Night, a private reunion of the cast and crew was hosted in London by DVD producer Martin Lewis. The screening was attended by Paul McCartney, actors Victor Spinetti, uh, John Junkin, David Jansen, Ringo, and many of the crew members. Uh, 2005, the vocal group Hall of Fame in Wildwood, New Jersey, inducted the Jordanaires, Ronettes, the Dells, the OJs, and the Tokens. You know what? Back to that 40th anniversary world premiere. I'm sorry. Ringo wasn't there. Only seems that Paul McCartney made that one. David Jansen, the small boy met by Ringo on his walkabout, was there. And that is why I read that incorrectly. So, you should fire me now. Okay. 2010, Harvey Fuqua, a founding member of the doo-wop group The Moonglows, who would go on to guide the career of soul great Marvin Gaye, died of coronary problems at the age of 80 in a Detroit hospital. 2011, Nielsen Soundscale's sales figures for the first six months of the year showed a 1% improvement over the same period in 2010. More CDs were sold than downloads, but digital sales were up by 19% compared to the same time last year. In 2016, Danny Smythe, strummer for the box tops on their hits The Letter and Neon Rainbow, passed away at the age of 67. And that's your day in rock. So what did one DNA say to the other DNA before they went out? Do these jeans make me look fat? So from time, science, 
we have a little article and it says hurricane barrel became the first hurricane of this year's atlantic hurricane season this morning after gaining strength overnight the path of the relatively tiny hurricane barrel is currently tracking westward through the atlantic in the general direction of puerto rico I'm sure nobody wanted to hear that. The National Hurricane Center said Friday that Beryl is still forecast to weaken or dissipate as a tropical cyclone before reaching the Lesser Antilles, and that wind and rain could be expected on those islands in the coming days. However, the NHC is warning that changes to Beryl's intensity will be quote-unquote difficult to predict due to its small size. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Well, you know, there's a lot of hating on the NHC. Those poor guys, they're just sitting in there, just getting hated on every time they predict the wrong thing. It's, you know, it happens. Confidence in the official intensity forecast is also much lower than normal, the center warned. Rapid changes in intensity, both up and down, that are difficult to predict are possible during the next couple days. Well, I don't even know what the hell that could possibly mean. I think they're saying it could be really, really good and just dissipate, or it could get really, really bad and we're going to have a lot of damage. So they're covered both ways. They're playing the red and the black. The first named storm of the 2018 Atlantic hurricane season, subtropical storm Alberto, failed to reach actual hurricane status but it still led to several fatalities and approximately 50 million dollars in damage so that was a cracking good storm anyway many caribbean islands including puerto rico were devastated by intense storms during last year's hurricane season in case you didn't know in case you've been living under a rock um and the hurricane season officially lasts from june 1st until november 30th Some experts have raised concerns that climate change might be generating stronger hurricanes, while climate scientists have warned the 2018 hurricane season could be worse than usual. That I have read, that climate change is definitely generating stronger storms across the board, whether they be hurricanes, blizzards, or tornadoes. And... The other thing that's happening is areas that don't normally see this kind of activity are starting to see it. And that's not a good trend. Um, Anyway, we'll see where Hurricane Beryl is next week. Send some positive thoughts out to people in Puerto Rico. I think there's still still fixing their electrical issues over there and um have a great weekend be safe play hard stay cool bye